1: All right, it's the four o'clock hour. Some of you are heading home. Don't forget five o'clock hour. We will repeat uh, J.R. Davis interview with me uh, from the uh, governor's office and uh, let you hear it because a lot of you can't hear it during the uh, two o'clock hour. You're supposedly hard at work, so you know we don't want to we don't want to blow your excuse. Let's just put it that way. But we'll we'll replay that. And there's a really. Uh, important segment of that where we talk about the levees here in Arkansas and some of the things we're going to be doing about them after the recent flooding that we had uh, along the Arkansas River but right now we've got to talk about what happened about last night and with that Steve Rogers and for all of my listeners know it is not Captain America I'm not going to ask him even if he was I wouldn't ask him to say he was because I don't want him to To give it up. All right. But Steve Rogers with the Trump campaign 2020 advisory board is with us today. Steve, how are you? Thanks for joining us today on the Dave Elswick show. Dave, Captain America reporting for duty. There you go. I love that. I love it. (laughs) Right behind me. If you you get a chance to go back and go on the Dave Elswick show on Facebook and watch this segment on Facebook, you will see behind me That Captain America is my all-time favorite comic book hero, and I have a life-size cutout of Captain America Mm -hmm. right behind me. Outstanding. I love it. And right (laughs) next to him is a life-size cutout of our president, Donald Uh Trump. And I I mean, the man is uh, is doing a fantastic job, a fantastic job of president of this country. But you wouldn't think it after watching the uh, Democrats debate last night. I, I've got several highlights. I want to kind of play some of these and then have you comment on them. Uh, the first one being Terry McAuliffe. We all remember Terry McAuliffe. McAuliffe was the governor of Virginia and, uh, had thought about running and then decided he wouldn't run. And they asked him about the, uh, the debate last night. And here's what he had to say. I was very happy and proud of the Democrats that uh, I think they mentioned President Trump's name only a couple times. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you go back to 15 with President Obama, I think it was every other sentence in the Republican debate. I thought that was good. Uh, good discussion on the issues. Uh, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, I think we needed to have more discussion on those issues that actually affect Americans every single day. They don't want to hear us talking about Mitch McConnell and we spent a lot of time on Medicare for all. But people sitting home, Anderson, right now, they're worried about their prescription drug costs. They're worried about getting in a car and you know driving and spending an hour and a half to go see their kids play a ball game. We needed more discussion on those issues that affect. I thought John Delaney was that, exactly right when he answered that infrastructure. You know, prescription drugs. I didn't hear workforce training at all tonight. One of the biggest issues our country is facing. I never heard K-12 discussed tonight. All right. With all of that, can I just say the reason they're not bringing all that up is because the president is doing a fantastic job dealing with those subjects?
2: Well, you're absolutely right, Dave. In fact, uh, just to reiterate what you just said, he has been so successful uh, with foreign policy, with our military, with the economy. They have nothing left to say. I mean, there's absolutely nothing they can say negative about him. So they simply ran out of gas. That's number one. Number two, with regard to uh, uh, the president's uh, performance and what the American people are concerned about. Now, this uh, uh, McCarthy just said that um, the American people are concerned about prescription drugs, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, they are, except they know that the president is taken care of. And I will suggest this to you, Dave. What they're really concerned about now is a Democrat Party becoming a socialist party, and they're dragging us down a path that could be very, very dangerous, and that's something the American people, including Democrat conservatives, do not want to see happen.
1: No, yeah, I agree. They don't have a whole lot to talk about. Let me, uh, let me prove that to you. Castro was on uh, uh, the stage last night. Now, let me talk about, he's going to talk about one of the most important issues of this campaign. Cut number six.
3: Yes, it would. Uh, I don't believe only in reproductive uh, freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. And, you know, what that means is that just because a woman, or let's also not forget someone in the trans community, a trans female... Is poor doesn't mean they shouldn't have the right to exercise that right to choose. And so I absolutely would cover the right to have an abortion. More than that, uh, everybody in this crowd and watching at home knows that in our country today, a person's right to choose is under assault in places like Missouri, in Alabama, in Georgia. I would appoint judges to the federal bench that understand the precedent of Roe v. Wade and will respect it. And in addition to that, make sure that we fight hard as we transition our health care system to one where everybody can get and exercise that right.
1: All right. So it's always important to remember the reproductive rights of uh, transgender Americans. I mean, that's that's really stretching it out to find something important to talk about. Wouldn't you agree, Steve?
2: Well, yes, I would. And that is not on the uh, plate of any pe- person that I know. Uh, uh, that is not the topic of conversation across this country at the dinner table. But I will suggest to you this, that uh, had the child be given an opportunity to speak, they would go for life. We have in the Constitution of the United States protects all Americans. And as far as I'm concerned, and I know the president feels this way and others, they, those children have a right to live, a right to life. So... Uh, You know what? It's not a big issue on the plate of Americans right now. Maybe they'll try to force the issue, but they're on the losing end of it.
1: Well, you know, a lot of people saying, well, who won the debate last night? You know who won the debate last night? The president won the the debate last night. Would you agree with that?
2: Yes, Dave, he sure did. And I've got to tell you, what what happened, how this thing backfired on them, is that uh, many, many people tuned in just out of curiosity, not that they were interested in what they had to say, but they were just curious to see what was really going to go on. They actually exposed themselves as a party in chaos, as a party that's divided. You have an extreme left wing of that party that's going down that socialist road, as I said earlier. And uh, if you ask the average American who did see the full debate last night, Uh, They're going to tell you it was like a comedy club. I mean, between with the uh, uh, MSNBC fouling up on their techniques there, their their technical problems, uh, the fact that uh, a lot of the questions were not answered. They absolutely, as you said earlier, did not bring up the president of the United States name because there's nothing to say other than good things about him. So what they did, Dave, to answer your question directly, they exposed themselves They exposed how weak they are. They exposed that they have no vision. And it's just going to be bad for this country.
1: Well, Deutsch was on MSNBC last night. Let's hear what they had to say about the debate, what they thought about it. My
4: issue, unfortunately, and do not shoot the messenger, is the messenger. I do not believe Elizabeth Warren on stage with Donald Trump beats him. And I think if we're honest with ourselves and we look harder ourselves, I think a lot of people agree with me. Um, It's and I also think when you can label somebody a socialist, 57 percent of this country thinks that word is un-American. I'm not saying it's fair when he can blanket Elizabeth Warren as a socialist and he's on stage with her. The Democrats lose. I think she's delightful. I think she's wonderful. I, I, I'm a big fan. I just don't think she has what it takes to beat this president the same way, at least, an idealized version of Joe Biden is. I'm just, don't shoot the messenger. It's just facts. We got to get Trump out.
1: Donnie, you're in, you're in a safe space here. You don't have to keep telling us that well, let's, so let's much, just, Can uh, I just follow up on that, though, Donnie? Yeah. Who, 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 who could beat Trump? And did you see anyone on that stage tonight that could beat Trump? Um,
4: I'm still sticking with an idealized version. <laughs> Of, of, no of Joe, the Joe Biden we want okay if Joe Biden we want and then you pair him with the right candidate yes
1: all right so there it is there was nobody on the stage last night that could beat president trump that's you got to feel pretty good when you hear the the talking heads for the dems saying that
5: i agree with that <clears throat> the problem is of course that johnny Deutsch is just shilling for biden so uh, <laughs> well, you can't say you, you can't believe him right that's the problem is while he stumbled on the truth it's like a blind boar finding a truffle in the woods it's just mere <laughs> accident uh and in reality he's just shilling for joe biden
1: and to go with what you said steve about 57 america 57 uh, percent of americans Think that uh, a socialist is un-American? Here here was Bernie Sanders last night. Listen to what Bernie Sanders had to say last night.
5: So uh, this very policy topic, uh, Medicare for All, is something that uh,
2: helps people remember that you identify as a democratic socialist. You gave an entire speech on this. Uh, But that is a point of division between you and and many others in the field, including uh, Governor Hickenlooper, who was just sitting here with my colleagues, uh, but who also said this at the California State uh, Convention. Take a look. If we want to
0: beat Donald Trump and achieve
3: big progressive goals, socialism is not the answer. I was reelected.
2: So, how do you respond to Governor Hickenlooper? I mean, you have you have given a, a, an impassioned defense of this, but it is very clear that the Republican Party is going to try to paint you as an extremist yeah. and unelectable.
4: But all of the ideas that we talk about are ideas that are supported by a majority of the American people, aren't? Right? I have helped lead the effort to raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour because I believe.
5: But isn't the label scary? Isn't that well, let's a risk? Let's worry
4: about. I'll take care of the label. But I think how? if we, well, I'll tell you how. I will take care of the label, first of all, by telling the American people what I believe. If you work 40 hours a week, you shouldn't live in poverty. I've helped lead the effort to raise the minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour. House of Representatives will pass that bill. Okay, we can stop
1: it right there. there. Here's the
2: bottom line, Steve. Well, he second. doesn't want to say that, that, would... uh,
1: that he is a socialist, does he?
2: No, and Dave, $15 minimum wage. I've seen it implemented. Uh, they're not talking about how many people got laid off, lost their jobs, and being... Uh,
1: replaced by robots or other uh, kind of. I think we lost. I think we lost. Yeah. yeah. All right.
5: Well, let me pick That's up right. on what he was saying uh, because the reason socialist is a bad label is because it's a bad fact. No, <laughs> nowhere in the history of the world has socialism been successful, and so people will tell you, well Sweden! Sweden's not socialist." I'm sorry. It's not socialist. So, in fact, I heard Bernie talking the other day, and he was trying to redefine socialism, basically to say it's the welfare state. I'm not a huge fan of a giant welfare state, but he's trying to redefine it because what socialism really is is demonstrably a failure. And so that's... uh, It's a bad label because it's a bad fact. Don't run with both a bad label... And a bad fact. It's like saying, uh, "Run for me, and we'll make sure that the dogs will poop in your lawn every day." That's a bad label and a bad fact. You don't want either one of those. And no. socialism is a big pile of dog poop in your front lawn. That's All what right. it is.
1: We're back with uh, Steve Rogers. He's joined us. By the way, uh, Robert Steinbach is here. Steve, this is Roger Steinbach. He's a law Robert. professor. Robert uh, uh, Steinbach from over at uh, uh, UALR. Hey, Steve. And uh, he teaches law. He joins me uh, every Monday and then every Thursday during the uh, the four o'clock hour. And we're g- we're glad to have you here, uh, Steve. By the way, for you, Robert is the uh, Trump on the Trump twenty twenty advisory board. Oh, fantastic! No, so we've been talking. Pleasure to meet you, Robert. Nice to see you, sir. All right, so you know they don't want to say they're socialists yet. Everything that they point to is. It's the government, and we want to give everything free, which is socialism. They don't want to do that. Uh, I can just name Klobuchar last night, said she's happy to say, uh, I I will look at decriminalizing illegal border crossings. Elizabeth Warren said, uh, or she wouldn't say whether uh, she would put any limits on abortion because she knows that's a third rail that she don't want to talk uh, about. Castro t- told us about taxpayer-funded abortions for transsexuals. Uh, de Blasio talked about there's money, enough money in the world that everybody should be able to have an equal amount. I mean, it was absolutely, like you said, a three-ring circus.
2: Dave, my wife was born and raised in the Soviet Union. When she sees what's happening to this country today and what the Democrat Socialist Party is trying to do, it runs a chill up and down her spine. She told me and she has told audiences that this could be the beginning of the end of our country if we allow this party to take control of our Congress and the White House. And I think, Dave, the problem we're facing is is that we've got to educate the public. We've got to let people know, no matter what party they're in, that this is no longer a political fight. It's an ideological fight that could very well bring this country down if we don't address it by keeping Donald Trump in the White House and electing Republicans to the United States Senate and Congress.
1: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. It's an ideological fight that's going on right now. But the American people sometimes don't listen closely. Let me just read something that the Speaker of the House said. By the way, Speaker of the House caved today and uh, will uh, bring up onto the floor and I think is basically telling her people they may vote for the uh, Senate uh, border crossing or the border bill, the funding bill now, and it will pass in the uh, the House as well. But listen to what she she said and how stupid this sounds. Quote, it should not be a crime to cross the border illegally. If you're crossing the border illegally – It's a crime. You can't take that away from it.
2: Dave, it's like saying it's uh, not a crime if you take cocaine illegally. I mean, give me a break. Uh, you, 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 You see, the bottom line is they have no message left. They have no vision for America. They have no message. They don't even have anything left to push back on the president of the United States because he has had a very clear, a very consistent message, America first. And he has stuck to that. Promises made, promises kept. They have no message.
5: Let, let me add to that excellent point, and that is, I heard one of them. Uh, Dave told me he wanted to talk about the debates, by the way, and so I tortured myself before I came in today and actually watched most of them because I made sure not to watch them last night. Thank you very much, Dave. You owe me a barbecue sandwich for sure. Uh, But I heard one of them say, well, you know, such and such percentage of the CEOs of top companies are immigrants, and and these people are immigrants, and, oh, 25% of the Nobel laureates from the United States are immigrants. My parents... We're immigrants. I've got no objection. In fact, I love immigrants. Let's make the Republican statement. Uh, let's make the statement that Republicans make all the time. We love immigrants. There's only one small qualification that I would like to add to that ones that don't break the law by coming over here, meaning legal immigrants. Is that really that big of a dis- distinction for them to comprehend, Dave?
1: It is for them. Yeah. I really think so. S- Steve. If we look in the past, the the people of this country typically vote with their wallets. And if that is the case this time, which I believe it will be, this president has had one of the most pro-business, uh, pro-economy uh, you know, backgrounds ever for this country. I don't see how President Trump loses, to be honest, if we can keep him focused on that. Is that possible?
2: That's absolutely correct. Uh, he's going to win. He's going to win big, if not by a landslide. People in this country, as you said, they vote with their pocketbooks, their quality of life. Things are going well. Unemployment rate in the minority community, the lowest in history. The, um, uh, the People are, are, are getting jobs after jobs after jobs. Industry manufacturing is coming back. Uh, taxes have been cut. I, listen, I, I got a pretty good tax cut my paycheck, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners did, and more tax cuts are coming. America first. Our foreign policy is strong. Our military is strong. The economy is strong. I mean, when you have a record of bringing everything to full strength as he has, no one is going to be able to defeat him.
1: All right. Steve Rogers, Trump 2020 Advisory Board. Thanks for being with us, Steve. We appreciate you, brother. Captain America leading to death. All right, we appreciate you. Captain America has left the building. We appreciate him. His name is Steve Rogers. It's a, great. it's see. just a lot oh, of fun. That's funny. That we is made some funny. fun about that because who's right behind me?
5: Yeah, Captain Captain
1: America, America which is right was behind. My us.
5: favorite comic. As he a kid, is my favorite. Still is my favorite yeah.
1: comic until the lefties at Marvel tried to make him a bad person. All right, we'll break and then we'll be back with. Uh,